deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. This is the L joined by Heister. Yo. And my J. Hello. And a uh, special shout out to uh, Ray Ray, who's moved to the East Coast and getting herself set up. We look forward to having her back on the show uh, and hearing her stories of dating in a new area. Give, give, me, give me one second. What the? <laughs> really? Really? Fucking telemarketers. <laughs> I might have to leave that you in. You should probably <laughs> leave that in. We're in a global goddamn pandemic. Racism is afoot, and a goddamn telemarketers are calling Heister trying to sell him panties. Oh, dude, the telemarketers be calling me at work trying to get me to switch energy providers and hey, who do you outsource your IT stuff to and who outsources this? I'm like, look. I'm trying to protect American jobs. I'm not giving you no energy, and I'm not connecting you to anybody who will possibly give you some energy. Right? When when I was still at work, I used to get those calls when I would sit at the reception desk, where it'd be like, "Oh, who's handling?" It's like, "You're calling from Pune, aren't you? Uh. <laughs> you're you're not calling from within the United States." When they start out the conversation, they're like, "Hi, how's it going?" Really. That's and then they say their name is David, but yeah. they, they ain't no David. <laughs> <laughs> they never met a David. Uh, unless you're doing a Bobby Jindal kind of thing, no. Oh, Bobby Jindal. Yeah, that worked out well for him. Um, is he still in politics? Maybe. I don't huh. know. That but, you know, they threw him out there. He did his shucking job. I know he's not governor of Louisiana anymore. No, no he good. did he didn't catch on the way that they thought he would. He he was just not. He was not ready. He was not ready for prime time. No, no. Excuse me. Yeah, it's been a wild couple of weeks in the good old U.S. of A. Oh, um, the killing of George Floyd, coupled with Ahmaud Aubrey and uh, Breonna Taylor, has r- set off a nationwide movement of protest in all 50 states. And they even crossed over to various other states. I mean, countries. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's a big movement. Uh, yes, some of it got kind of rough. It happens. I'm not saying I condone everything, but I understand. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Uh, you can tell somebody's uh, mindset by what they focus on. Yeah, those same people haven't said shit since then. Just uh, I've been looking through their Facebooks and whatnot. All that. Oh, shit about- I've I've lost a few friends over the past two to three weeks. Yeah. I I have lost one in particular, and I will probably lose another one unless they like, I don't know, post a retraction of what they said because they actually posted about wanting to shoot the looters. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that was that was the only thing they chose to post about. Not you know people being killed by cops. Not not all the police brutality that was going on. 
and that's just it. I'm like, you didn't say anything until this. You being silent is what got us here. Yeah. And my thing is, like I said, now that the looting is stopped, I, I still see no posts about the original reason why we, part, why we protested. So I'm just like, you just cared about materialistic bullshit. In communities, exactly. In communities that you do not give a fuck about. Yeah, they, they looted the, the Foot Locker down the street, but it's not like you're ever going to come to that Foot Locker, so... I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still, I, I, I am not, I, I feel bad for any small black-owned business. I feel bad, yeah. yeah. I feel bad for anyone who's definitely will be affected by this, meaning like you lost your business, like definitely any small black businesses or any small business at all who aren't yeah. set up to get any you know help with this because our government is bullshit and they rather give money to, you know, airplanes and you know, shit like and, that. And anybody living in those areas, like when you live, like especially on the south side, when you live in those areas that are basically food deserts and they've just trashed the only place for you to get groceries, that, that can't be good. I mean, that's going to yeah. be really rough. No. That that was stupid, but at the same, well, that was definitely stupid. But what I have seen come out of that is a lot of people have been just going to those neighborhoods just giving out free food. And yeah. the response has been overwhelmingly positive. People are just taking what they need, shake hands, it's been very positive. Um, I can post the link if we do that. Do we do that? I can post the link of some things and shit. You can go ahead and do that. I am not on the Facebook because it's a misery machine and making me want to do awful things to people. Yeah. That's why I have there, video games. There are just some responses that are just... And it's not like the friends that are posting positive stuff and that are trying to like, you know... You know the the, the the non-black friend. I just said the white friends that are like you know being positive and, and saying like yes we support these protests. Unfortunately, they have friends who are assholes who yeah. will, who will post comments and it's just like you know what I have to disengage from this. I, I just have to. Yeah. Shout out to all mine who um, when shit got rough they was telling me Elliot don't go outside because I live in a predominantly white neighborhood and yeah. they didn't want some random cop seeing me and going. Got one. <laughs> what you doing around here, boy? And, and, and like, hey, we will bring you food and whatever you need. I'm like, word? Yeah. I think yeah. Um, I'm, you, saw, <laughs> you saw that post I posted about the you know white folks and Latinos not being vocal. Like, I think a couple days after that, several of my white friends were like, yo, um, if you need anything, just hit me up, bro. I've been fighting my family. I know I was just reached out earlier, but you know, I got a bunch of races in my family trying to fight them and also tell my black friends I got your back I haven't reached out but like I said 17 like a bunch of my white friends just like yo um, you need food um, yeah so shout out to the that white brings friends us, that brings us into some of the events we've seen over the past couple of weeks uh, what was that at the Breonna Taylor um, protest where a wall of white women blocked black protesters from the police yes I was like that's how you fucking ally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh shit! Use your privilege to to help and support. Thank you. Now, mind you, we've seen police escalate viciously. <laughs> yeah, against Look. everybody. I saw way, po- way to show that the protests, you know, are not for a reason by just up into brutality. Uh, by uh, a lot, and then still having the. I think Andrew Cuomo came out and said something like, you know, if a police has to get through, they'll drive through a bunch of civilians. And, like, that is the most bullshit thing I've ever fucking heard. All this shit yeah. is bullshit. Like, uh, the Co- cops... 
Cuomo's that, a piece of shit. Cuomo, Cuomo is not always has been. Cuomo, he got a little. He got a little love for the way he the spoke about coronavirus and handling yeah. it, but they didn't handle it well. No, also he just he, talked well. He's, yeah. he's, he probably won't win another term because he's not loved in New York. Yeah. No. Also, I have to fact check People that. People calling for him to be president. Sorry, my Jay. No, you're fine. I mean, it's understandable. Yeah, that was stupid. I mean, look, you have just because you have good moments doesn't take away from the assholeness of you are. For instance, I was very much a positive of Lori Lightfoot during the coronavirus, but her police escalation and hiring more cops and being all about the police is something I will always stand against. But hey, the fact that you said fuck Trump, you get a point. You're still nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine below but you got a point which we, I, I mean when people were talking about oh she's black and she's a lesbian it's like i had multiple friends who are either black and queer or black or queer white and queer who were saying like or, or asian and queer they were like no no she she ain't it she's not it yeah. and wow. and i listened to him and it's like you know and i fell for it too like the memes and all this other shit and then she just showed who she was yeah. yep um back to the whole escalation thing. We've seen videos of police attacking peaceful protesters with sticks, tear gas, rubber bullets, and even bicycles. I think we've seen them push old men, old white men down. And I mean this in plural. The old yeah. guy walking with a cane, the one they who ear they made bleed. Yeah. Who, who pushing him down? Who, that who, Trump who, claimed was a member of I suggested. Yeah. Might have been an Antifa operative. He's an Antifa super soldier. Super, <laughs> super soldier! 72. <laughs> but yeah, there were other white people just going about their lives that were caught in the attack. And I'm like, see, they're out, police are out of control. Did you see the picture of the uh, young white lady with the cop holding a bandage on her forehead after she was shot in the forehead with a rubber bullet? Yes. No, I did not see that. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, this is how out of line they're getting. They don't care about collateral damage. It, it's also telling to see how how like unprepared these cops are. Because when you mentioned the bike thing, there was like a girl who couldn't have been more than like 90 pounds who pushed a cop over after he tried to attack her with the bike. Mm-hmm. Well, they do this thing with bikes uh, where they line them up and use them to push the crowd back. But if you're doing that, on your own without the other officers and uh, behind you. Yeah. I will parry that shit and get behind you, bitch. <laughs> it it didn't work out well for him. I'm sure he got. I'm sure he did, he got picked on because that. I'm seriously. She couldn't have been more than like ninety pounds, and she knocked mm. his ass down. Yeah. Good. Uh, we saw C- CNN correspondent Omar Jimenez and his crew get arrested on air, which I don't understand. Like. They, there's the press. I thought the press had the ability to to report on current events. This is that's that's silence. It's because we have a president who calls the press the enemy of the people. Also, the press was attacked in Ferguson and basically brutalized until they eventually their wills broke and they couldn't go back. Yeah, I might no no. They're depressed. They're not soldiers. They're not getting beat up by the cops and thrown in jail. And so someone was pointing out to me, it's like cops are notorious for demonizing, the, like even before Trump, demonizing the press and demonizing defense attorneys, like mm-hmm. demonizing anybody that can work against what they're trying to do. 
Um, and I'm going to get to <laughs> that in a minute. But we also saw journalist Linda Torado when she claimed police ignored her press credentials and targeted her targeted her with ballistic uh, tracking rounds before firing foam bullets in her face. Mm. She is now currently blind in one eye. We saw this on television. She screamed, they're attacking me. They're shooting at us. Yeah. And people said this is okay. Like, I, I, I thought rubber bullets were the size of pennies. I did not know they were the size of fucking fists. And they're, they're, they're shooting... Not- no, those are beanbag rounds. And they're, they're, they're not supposed to... Rubber bullets are not supposed to be aimed at people's faces. They're supposed to be aimed at the ground. And then they... Um, I saw that thing at... Wait, what? what? I understand they're supposed to be shot at the mat. At, at your central mass, not bounced. Not ricocheted. But not at your face. Definitely not at your face. Definitely not at your face. Okay. Well, that... Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought, like, you get hit with one of these and you're like, damn, that shit hurt. Yeah. Let me lay the fuck down. But when they're showing, like, then people get hit in the face, and like you said, people going blind. This isn't just one person. This is multiple fucking people. Like, yeah, my I can't see out of my eye because I was hit by a police fucking yeah, projectile. I, I saw footage of someone getting shot with a tear gas canister, canister deliberately. Like, they aimed it at him. Mm-hmm. Because he threw a tear gas canister back at the police. Or he didn't even throw it. He, like, kicked it back. Yeah, and they, you see they, him uh, aim the canister gun in the brother's face. Yeah, while he had his child on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah people they, trying to disprove that. Spray, they, they sprayed eight-year-olds in the face at point-blank range. Listen, I don't know about you, but if DJ gets hurt while I'm out there protesting peacefully, everybody got to get it. Like, I know that sounds fucked up, but like you hurt my child, like I'm I'm gonna put hands on you, and I don't give. A f- well, I gotta stop saying this. As a man to man, if you injure my child, I put hands on you. We can talk about the police shit later. We can go through the the actual investigation and legal work. But man to man, I'm gonna fuck you up. Um, it can, it, the police, and the way they're behaving can <clears throat> all be. All right, <laughs> this is textbook perfect. Of how they feel right now. Uh, Police union boss Mike Miera, the most... Mike O'Miera, the most cop name ever. Yeah. Is this that dude from New York? I know I'm jumping ahead, but... All right, go ahead. Yeah, go. go In a press conference, he said... Good afternoon. My name is Mike (laughs) O'Miera. I'm the president of the New York State Association... Of PBAs, Paps, Blue, Blue Ribbon, Alcohols. Assholes. I don't know. Ah. Um, PB&Js would be better. Ooh. And more useful. And I just want to talk to you, the press, and I want to talk about the police officers. 375 million interactions with the public every year. 375 million interactions. Overwhelmingly positive responses. Hmm. Overwhelming positive <laughs> responses. <laughs> and I read in the papers all week. I know, but I read in the papers all week. We all read in the papers that in the black community, mothers are worried about their children getting home from school without being killed by a cop. What world are we living in? That doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. I'm not Derek Chauvin. They're not like him, pointing to his fellow officers. He killed someone. We didn't. Eh. Yes. Eh. 
Let, let, let me finish. It's just, it's just, it's just funny to see the the the, the, uh, shoe on the other foot. I need to do some we research. Restrained. We, we all restrained, and you know what? I'm saying this to all cops here because you know what? Everybody's trying to shame us. The legislators, the press, everybody's trying to shame us into being embarrassed about our profession. Well, you should. Well, you know what? This isn't stained by someone in Minneapolis. Look at the video. So I'm going to tell y'all. It's still got some shine on it. Hey, that sounds kind of racist. Yeah. Uh, does this. <laughs> so do this. Stop treating us like animals and thugs and start treating us with some respect. That sounds familiar. Hmm. That's what we're here today to say. We've been left out of the conversation. We've been vilified. You know, stop spray uh, spraying kids in the face with mace. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Trying to make us embarrassed of our profession. 375 million interactions. Overwhelmingly positive. Overwhelmingly positive. He went to the Trump school speaking. Nobody talks about all the off police officers that were killed in the last week. There were none. In the United States of America. And there were a number of them. No, there weren't. There may have been one or two. Not, not even going to lie, but no, there have not been an overwhelming number of police killed over the past couple of weeks. Well, That's there was... What about that thing in Detroit? Did that happen? Uh, it could have been a couple. I am not... I, I, I didn't see much of it. I didn't bother to look. I saw... But, I saw, I saw, I saw well, put, to make this kind of correct, I saw the thing in Detroit where they were saying there was like two dudes in our um, parking structure... And then that was the two police officers, I think, in California or somewhere in Texas. But, yes, not last week when the riots first happened. Two weeks ago. That was, God. Um, uh, some people who've been posting that cops have been killed have been po posting this article from, like, earlier this year. And about six cops being killed and only two were on the line of duty. And even then, they didn't they weren't killed while well, like one was in a track traffic accident and the other had a heart attack while on duty. <laughs> oh, that's not funny, but that's, that's kind of, that's, you know, if you claiming that cops being killed, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but all the protests have been yielding some positive results. The Louisville Metro council unanimously passed a law banning no knock warrants in the city. Good. Under Biona's law, named after the young black EMT who was killed by police in her home. While sleeping. Uh, law, while, no? while sleeping. While no. sleeping. Mm -hmm. Law enforcement in, Louis in Louisville will no longer be able to force themselves into homes unannounced, as they allegedly did on the night Taylor was killed, according to the Washington Post. Cops will be also be required to wear body cameras when serving warrants. Why weren't they already? As of this recording, no arrests have been made in the death of, in the murder of Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Um, we also saw quite a few fucked up vigilantes during the last couple of weeks. Did y'all see Fat Hawkeye? Yeah. No, I did not. Yeah. Oh, wait, you mean the dude who got out the car with the ball now and then got his ass beat? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. We talked about him the last episode, and I said, yeah, he lucky. It wasn't just three good people whooping his ass. It was enough people that got in each other way. 
Then he went and lied and said they pulled him out of his car. Yeah. Lying piece even, of shit. Even though there was actual footage of everything that yeah. most of the stuff that happened, so. <laughs> Gotta, all lives matter! <laughs> Nigga, what? It's serious. The police and this fuck nut think people, this is the information age. Police, it's a surveillance state, and we all have cameras on us at all times. Yeah. How do you not know you're being recorded? I mean, or are so, you just so used to immunity that you don't give a shit? I mean, some of the cops do because there, there's been more than a few instances where they were putting their knees on someone's neck again and the cop next to the other person is like, no, no. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I saw one video of a black lady cop tell, trying to get her uh, men to uh, de-escalate. Oh yeah, that yeah. she had—I forget her name, but yeah, she uh, she pulled that motherfucker back and gave him the black woman talking to. Like you could tell, she said a lot of shit to him. Yeah. But, so you know, again, there are some cops that I'm like, cool, y'all are great, but you know, if people are so upset about looting, y'all focused on that. We're focused on bad cops. So if everybody's looting, then every cop's bad until it's proven not. Hey, if we can all, if they can see all of us as a nightmare or a demon or something to be afraid of because what a couple of them of us are bad and then a couple of them are bad you want us to stop you don't like us not snitching we don't like y'all not snitching how about that Mm -hmm. anyway a Virginia man who is alleged who is alleged to have driven his truck he did it uh, into a crowd of peaceful protesters over that weekend is the quote admitted leader of the Ku Klux Klan oh. official said Monday hmm. in a statement uh, Henrico Henrico County Commonwealth Attorney. Shannon Taylor described the man identified as Harry Rogers, age 36, as a, quote, a propagandist of the Confederate ideology and, quote, cursory glance at his social media accounts and his admissions to authorities reveals that he was a leader of the white supremacist group. After driving his truck through a uh, bunch of protesters and running off, Rogers is held on assault and battery Assault charges, battery, attempted, and malicious wounding, and a and felony vandalism. Huh. Good. Well, give his ass an attempted murder charge too. How about that? You don't drive an eighteen wheeler into a crowd. Yeah, that's fucked up. I mean, at least a a cop has a decency to just use an SUV. Seriously, they were driving their SUVs through crowds of peaceful protesters and wondering why everybody's upset with them. Have y'all seen John Boyega in the UK going buck wild? Yeah. Shout out to him. All the Star Wars white boys who got mad, it's like, do you not know what Star Wars is about? Have you not watched the movies? This is exactly what Star Wars is about, you fuck nut. This is exactly what Finn would do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My thing is, like I said, he said he was worried about his career. I'm like, brother, I'm going to put you in every movie possible that they can. They need a new uh, James Bond, John Boyega. They need a new um, Ariel Mermaid, John Boyega. They need a new giant robot in Iron Giant, John Boyega. You know they took him off the poster in China because they thought him being on it would have uh, reduced sales. Well, 
That's racist. For the Star Wars movies. Yeah, China got some issues. That's a story for another well, day. And, and you don't want me to go into my feelings about Rise of Skywalker, because... Oh, that's just a whole other thing. That movie um, was so fucking stupid. I, listen, that there was so much shit they could have did to that movie, and then they did it. God damn. God. It was just bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. Uh, and other positive news. Michael, fuck them kids. Jordan gave like $100 million to uh, help the Black Lives Matter movement and so forth. Wait, wait, wait. Over how long? Because I, I think it's like not like right up front. I forgot how many years it is. Regardless of which, it's $100 million. I know, but I just want to know like over how long it was. God damn it. I don't know. That's still a lot of money. That okay. that's a that's a lot. That's way more than a lot of other. Oh yeah, it's like, definitely a lot of money. I would just like oh, you said, it, but it's my, I I guess after the Jordan documentary, he's trying to get some positive press. You know what he could do? He could just be like, why don't we just make Jordans? Why don't we just double the amount of Jordans we make, devaluing them, and then just have the market flooded? So then, you know, that's just another less talking point about black people killing each other for shoes. We still do that. Motherfucker, yeah. Well, maybe not as much, but I mean, you know, it's always a talking point with you know people like look at them spending so much money on Jordans when they live in the hood. Well, you know, if you oh, just... they can kiss my ass for that kind of talk. I don't yeah. think it's I don't think it's shoes anymore. I think it's probably like you know. No, now it's microwaves and refrigerators. Yeah. Really? Right. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and the internet. Yeah, the internet. How we? You know. Something that we should have for free because we kind of need it. And other countries can do it. It's not that fucking hard. Um, so there have been calls to defund the police. I personally hate that phrase. I do too. It's, it, it's a dumb hashtag. Yeah, because yeah, it, it, Tucker Carlson was able to have a field day and mislead what it's about. Fox News were able to mislead what it's about. Yeah. Um, but... Yet, as Georgetown law professor and a co-director of the school's innovative policing program, Christy E. Lopez uh, said in the Washington Post, don't be afraid. Defunding the police is not scary or even as radical as it sounds. And engaging on this topic is necessary if we're going to achieve the kind of public safety we need. During my 25 years dedicated to police reform, including in such places as Ferguson, Missouri, New Orleans, and Chicago, you know, I'm kind of thinking you don't got a good track record, but I'm going to hear you out. It has (laughs) become clear to me that reform is not enough. Oh, so she does get it. (laughs) She's like, yeah, they're not letting reform happen. Uh, Making sure that police follow the rules is not enough. She gets it. Even changing the laws is not enough. Okay, you've won me over. Uh, To fix policing, we must first recognize how much we have come to over-rely on law enforcement. We turn the police in the police in situations. We turn to the police in situations where years of experience and common sense tell us that their involvement is unnecessary and can make things worse. We ask police to take accident reports, respond to people who have overdosed, uh, and arrest rather than cite people who might have intentionally or not passed a not intentionally passed a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. Yeah, if you spend a twenty dollar bill that's counterfeit, you could have been given that. 
that's not necessarily your fault. Message. Uh, I mean, unless they find that you got a press in your house, then. Speaking of which, how about a lot of printer presses that just print out money like that in the hood? No. Oh, okay, cool. Just wonder. They're ATM machines. I mean, uh, 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 not ATM machines. Uh, they are those. But there are uh, 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 copy machines. But yeah, they don't print on cotton. Like Anyway, let's get back to it. Yeah, they call police to rouse homeless people from corners and doorsteps, resolve verbal squabbles between family members and strangers alike, and arrest children for behavior that was one that once would have been handled uh, as a school disciplinary issue. Police themselves often complain about having, quote, do too much, <laughs> including handling social problems for which they are ill-equipped. They have become vocal about the need to decriminalize social problems and take police out of equations. It is clear that we must reimagine the role they play in public safety. Bless you, Christy. You rock. I'm going to raise my pina colada IPA to you. And I yeah, that's raise... what I'm drinking, people. I'm sorry. It's weird. Kind of tasty, though. Yeah. And I hate IPAs. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's dope. See, that's the thing that I really wanted to hear because all this argument about people defunding police is saying that we're just not going to have police is, like, ridiculous. I mean, one... If this bothers you, I don't see your voice as we defunded the education system. But that's a dis- debate for another episode. There it is. Uh-huh. Hey, but yeah, for the most part, like you said, I, I have friends who are cops, and I, I love them dearly, and I never want anything bad to happen to them. But the response of sometimes they, they tell me, like, I don't think as a cop I should be doing all of the, the noise complaints. I shouldn't be called for this when they, I do need to be doing actual police work. So as person who's like, yeah, defund the police, I just want them to do legitimate police work. I don't want them to be doing, like you said, family disputes, things that can be solved by people who've one, who've had better training, and two, people who care. You know, they're not mm-hmm. looking for a quota system. Like, I mean, but yeah, that's, that's what I want. I want legitimate cops doing legitimate cop work, not cops doing social worker work or parenting work. Or, uh, I was once in mental health crisis, and my mom called nine one one, and an ambulance was coming. But before she she got there, a couple of cops showed up, and they were being some smart ass. They were just being assholes. So I started being a smart ass back to them because <laughs> I wasn't really in a point of caring at that moment. Yeah, that could also. I was also not in physically conditioned to be a threat to them. <laughs> so, but that didn't. Ma- that probably wouldn't matter. But yeah, they they would make a snarky comment, and I'd return one. And yeah. one of them asked my mom, "Is he always like this?" And she went, "Yes." <laughs> I'm like, "Ask a stupid question, get a dumb answer. What the fuck are you bothering me for?" Yeah, uh, and I. I Why I are guess, you even here? I guess what I always come back to is the militarization of cops. Yeah. Gosh, yes. Because I and I get what you because yeah, we de- we definitely need, you know, actual professionals and not cops because they're not equipped or trained for any of this. But the problem is is that they're they're looking at the communities they're supposed to serve as the enemy. Yeah, they're they, it's they, like they, it's I, like insurgents. It's like insurgents in a war zone and that that's 
not the way to approach any of this. Exactly. It's like they're at war. And when you're in enemy territory, because they tend to all live in one area away from the area they live in. Yeah, which is something I would want to see done, that see changed. I think that as a police officer, you should kind of live nearby the neighborhood that you're protecting or in the neighborhood that you're protecting because it's your neighborhood. You have a more sense that you're there and like you said, not an enemy combatant in a foreign land. Right. Also, people are uh, trying to get rid of qualified immunity. Uh, You guys familiar with that? I am not. No. Uh, Qualified immunity uh, protects civil employees from litigation while performing duties. It's why you can't sue a cop for shooting you, but you can shoot, sue the police force or the city or the state or the county. So yeah, the cop won't be held personally accountable for breaking your arm or putting while putting bitch, you in handcuffs. What? Right. They they don't. You can sue everybody but them. So they don't. They don't have any. Personal... No, they don't have any stake. So there's no personal accountability then for them. They're just like exactly. Well, I broke his arm. You take it out the pockets of the city, but I pay the city with my taxpayer dollars. So I just paid a man to break my arm, and he lottie dies the fuck on home. Yeah. Well, that's some bullshit. We should defund the police. <laughs> uh, speaking of being of defunding the police, being neither the hero we want or need, <laughs> former vice president and third-time presidential candidate Joe Biden says he will not defund the police. He will, in fact, give them more money. In an op-ed in the USA Today. Who the fuck reads USA Today? I do, Elliot. Joe Biden. I do. Because he's old. I mean, Marvel puts out press releases in USA Today. That's just how useless they are. And I don't mean the movies. I mean the comics. Because they're all old, too. They're they're all old guys. Uh, In the op-ed, he wrote, I do not support defunding the police. Listen, listen, listen. The better... No, he didn't say that. He wrote this. But, you know, that's how he talks. (laughs) And I'm going to read this shit like he talks. The better answer is to give police departments the resources they need to implement meaningful reforms. Listen, Jack. And to condition the federal dollars on completing those reforms. Because, we know, we can't have corn pop running around being all willy-nilly. Wait, what? Corn pop. Corn pop was his. You never heard the corn pop story? I, I like corn pops of cereal. No, corn pop was uh, somebody he grew, a uh, 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 black guy he grew up with, who was and like it, this tough guy. We're not getting into the corn pop story now. So, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I've long been a firm believer in the power of community policing, getting cops out of their carousers and building relationships with the people and the communities they are there to serve and protect. That's why I'm proposing an additional $300 million to reinvigorate community policing in our country. That's not even a fucking enough. Every single police department should have the money they need to institute real reforms. If anything we've learned during the time of COVID and now, police have all the fucking money they need for overtime yeah. and gear. They are the one institution not defunded. 
And he also goes on about getting them body cameras and blah, 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 like, blah, blah. Joe, Eat a bowl Joe, of dicks, Joe. Joe, yeah. did, did you not see, like, right before, like, not right before, but a couple months before all this happened, that teachers went on strike because they don't have enough money? Maybe mm-hmm. focus on that, Joe. I mean, that's all the fuck we need. I mean, give that three million, three hundred million dollars to the education system and watch how much crime goes down. Yes. Oh, it'll be an overtime thing, but yes. I don't give I don't, people oh. opportunity. Give people hope. Yeah. Give people respect. Give them, give them something to live. Give them something. If you, that's the thing that people don't understand. But, but we say we want to defund policing. We want to. Make sure that there is no reason for there to be so much police. There's, we're giving more opportunity to people who need it with education and health services. We don't mm-hmm. need to put... Especially mental health services. Exactly. We don't need more prisons for people with mental health issues. We need more hospitals and more professionals to take to help them get through their struggles. I, It's ridiculous how many people can't see that. We're not trying to get rid of cops. In fact, I actually want cops to be paid more, but I also want their training to be more extensive. I want them to be in top physical shape. If I can outrun you, if me and, I, and Elliot and Heister can outrun you, you should not be a cop. And yeah, we've seen pictures of cops that can barely fit in their body armor. Exactly. So, like I said, I, yeah. I don't want... I'm like, are you wearing a jock strap on your chest? What the fuck? Exactly. Like I said, I don't want cops. I, I want cops. I want to feel protected, but I also want hope and again, everything. Again, again, if a 90-year-old, like... Millennial girl can knock over a cop. Ninety pound. He should not. Ninety pounds. Sorry. <laughs> ninety pound millennial girl can knock over a cop. A supposedly trained cop. He should not have his job. Yeah. You said a ninety year old millennial. Like that's uh that's a thing. The oldest millennial. She's no. uh she's hey, down hey, with the hey, cops. You're only as old as you feel, and maybe her back hurt. Um, <laughs> so, um, on top of a number number of local police reforms being demanded by protesters uh, and some legislators, the congressional Democrats showed up wearing their kinty cloth, looking (laughs) like they just got back from vacation in Wakanda. And, and, yeah. uh, Uh, Nancy Pelosi (laughs) looked somber, but I'm pretty sure... It wasn't because of the tragedy of or seriousness of the situation, and probably because Kamala Harris wouldn't braid her hair. Um, bro, <laughs> did you just bruh me? I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Kamala, let me get the boxer braids. Come on. No, now I'm picturing that. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, after they took a knee for eight minutes and forty six seconds, the time in which it took George Floyd to be murdered by that cop. They introduced a police reform bill called the Justice and Policing Act. According to NBC, the bill dubbed the Justice and Policing Act would ban chokeholds, including the kind used uh, by officers uh, in the uh, George Floyd killing, as well as no-knock warrants in, in drug cases, as well as was used in the Breonna Taylor. Uh, case um what else they got the legislation would also require 
local police departments to send data on the use of force to federal government, which they're supposed to be doing anyway and just don't, and create a grant program that would allow states' attorney generals to create an independent process to investigate misconduct or excessive use of force, according to the five-page summary of the bill. Further, the bill would make it easier for people to recover damages when the police violate their civil rights. So, the, my obvious question is, can that bill even get passed? Because I don't see it getting passed. It can make it through the uh, House of Representatives, but then Mitch McConnell will probably stall it in the Senate. And even if some kind of pressure pushes it through, Trump won't sign it. Yeah. And and it, it's a good bill, but it's like, and, and I know it's small ball, and it's like, I shouldn't get, you know, annoyed and frustrated with the whole Kente Cloth thing, but it's like, do these politicians not understand optics? Yeah, they don't understand how well, shit can how shit can get used against them in an election cycle. And uh, the thing, but the thing is, too, I think the Congressional Black Caucus had them do it. I think and they it, get, and they've done it before. Wait, I mean, yeah, done it before. It, it wait, didn't, it was it didn't go over too well then either. No. Wait, so you mean the Black Caucus had these <coughs> put on kitty cloth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably get it off Wish. <laughs> I don't know if you can see my face right now, people, but I'm, I'm shocked and appalled. I, I, I thought it's it's older it's older black Democrats who really probably don't understand social media and optics and how things can blow up beyond your control. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the congressional the congressional black caucus is considerably older. Well, this is the stupidest shit I heard all weekend. But then you also would have should have had Elon Omar, uh, Presley, and Harris going. <laughs> Mm. There should have been a, other, a bunch of other folks, like the person who has to order those candy cloths. Be like, you really want to do this? Just, you just really? get a black politician under the age of sixty, <laughs> and, they, and they and they will tell you, uh, uh-uh, do you know? Do you know how like both like? And it's not even like conservative. Like the media in general will take this and run with it. I mean, we look at it and shake our heads too, though. Yeah. Um. Speaking of conservatives saying some shit, during a hearing, uh, the Daytona Daily News reports, during a hearing on whether to declare racism a public health crisis, State Senator Steve Huffman, uh, our trip, city, uh, I, I did some weird kind of cut, uh, oh, Republican of Trip City, asked if, quote, the colored population is hit harder by the coronavirus because we don't wash our hands this as much nigga. as other groups. Motherfuck- what? Yeah. Motherfucker, every time you see a black person, our hands are either super ashy or moist and shiny. The only people I That's don't see because wash- we wash our hands a lot. Yeah, the only people I don't, and, and this is from my experience, you know, in the professional workplace, the only people I see not washing their hands when they leave the bathroom are white. I've seen some others too. Uh, imported from other countries. Yeah. But I've never seen a black person not wash their hands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, a weird, it's weird. It's a weird thing to not yeah. wash your hands after you use the bathroom. Huffman, an emergency room physician, fuck, asked a witness before the Senate Health Committee on Tuesday <laughs> why COVID-19 is hitting the African-American community harder than the white community. Uh, he says, my... My point is I understand African-Americans have 
a higher incident of chronic conditions and it makes them more susceptible to death from COVID, but why it doesn't make them more susceptible to just get COVID? That doesn't make any sense. Could it just be that African-Americans or the colored population do not wash their hands as well as other groups or wear a mask or do not socially distance themselves? That could be the explanation of higher incident. Or it could be that African-American populations do the more service industry jobs and do the uh, economic inequality. We end up living uh, in more clustered in our homes, making people not able to socially distance themselves in their homes. And, you know, as an example, you have, I'm going to do air quotes, doctors like this person who clearly are racist and will probably not treat someone who needs treatment or not treat them properly. That's actually is stated by in this uh, article I read. Uh, Ohio Commission on Minority Health Director Angela Dawson responded, that is not the opinion of leading medical experts in the country. <laughs> COVID-19 impacts the respiratory system, so those with chronic conditions are more vulnerable, she said. Uh, Ohio Legislative Black Caucus President Stephanie How- House, or House Say, uh said Huffman's words, choice, and questions represent systemic racism. Quote, he highlights what racism is from a systemic perspective. He's a full legislator, but beyond that, professionally, he's a doctor. When we talk about the health disparities that happen because black folks aren't believed when they're actually hurt, they aren't given the treatment that they need. Do you think that someone who acknowledged the quote colored is going to give the love and care that people need uh, when they come through those doors. She uh, asked those in attendance and she's absolutely fucking right. And someone using the term colored in 2020. Wait, 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 wait. He legitimately said colored. He yep. said colored this nigga. Uh, she also said that Huffman implied that African Americans are dirty and not smart enough to wash their hands, which he Ooh, fucking did. Didn't he? Doesn't he know that? Well, from what I've seen, and in the museums and whatnot, that black people teach white folks how to wash their ass and whatnot. I'm sorry, I I don't know. What All right, mean. cool. I'm about to explain this a little bit. So there's just like I remember always seeing like this oil painting. Of this black woman, like, showing this white woman how to bathe herself. Because apparently that... Okay, we're probably going to have to look that up. This feels contentious. I will look it up. I'll bring you back with some research. Send me uh, that picture. I'm posting it on our Instagram. Oh, sweet. Go ahead. Cool, cool, cool. Back to Huffman. He was fired from both his jobs. (laughs) (laughs) And rightfully so. Yeah, they... Both the organizations he was involved with, Premier Health... Uh, and uh, team health, they were like, yeah, no. <laughs> hey, 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 Steve, come over here. Let me holler at you for a second. Mm, <laughs> did you just say colored people are dirty and not smart? You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ohio, and we can't let you get away with that. <laughs> I, I, I always go back to like my, my favorite line from the show, Mad Men. It's like, I want you to go get a box, 
and I want you to put your stuff in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's my favorite way of someone getting told that they're fired. <laughs> um, so, back to... I, I hate bringing up Trump on this show because you know, it's way more important things. But Trump is holding his first rally in months in Tulsa, Oklahoma on this, June 19th. This motherfucker. Wait, so far, as of this date, he's changed the date. Oh, he... Really? I have to double check, but from what I heard yesterday, he has <laughs> changed the date. All I'm, right. I'm good. I'm going to say that one of his, like, either his daughter or somebody in his cabinet was like, uh-uh, no. You think no. Ivanka said no? No, just because she she's like maybe she's, Tiffany. She's a piece of shit too. But. Yeah, no, nah, she wouldn't have said shit. Uh, for those who aren't from, don't get the connection of Tulsa, Oklahoma, and June 19th. Tulsa, Oklahoma is the location of one of the worst mass persecutions of black Americans, the Tulsa Race Massacre, which took place on May 31st through June 1st in 1921 when when mobs of white residents attacked black residents and businesses of the Greenwood District of Tulsa, Oklahoma. It has been called the single worst incident, incident of racial violence in American history. The attack carried out on the ground and from a private airplane destroyed more than 35 square blocks of the district. At the time, the wealthiest black community in the United States, known as Black Wall Street. Uh, the significance of June 19th is, is, is a holiday called Juneteenth, also known as Freedom Day, Jubilee Day, not to be Confused with the X-Men Jubilee and the Cell Liberation Day. It, it's a holiday where we uh, celebrate the, 19, the 1895 Emancipation Proclamation, which had been issued. Okay, it started like in 1865, but the Emancipation Proclamation was signed in 1863. But like, uh, it was when. Uh, freed African-Americans in Texas by General Gordon Granger. It's when they finally freed the last slaves in Texas or some shit like that. I personally never celebrated Juneteenth. Here in Chicago, it's not really a big thing. I think it's more of a Southern thing. Anybody agree or disagree with me? Uh, yeah, we really don't celebrate in Chicago like that. No. But uh, I think we will now. I'm, I'm planning on at least doing a little something. Wasn't the uh, the Tulsa incident? Wasn't that drama that was? Uh, they did a dramatization of that on in Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, that's how the opening scene of Watchmen. <laughs> it's, yeah. fu- went down. it's fucking rough. Yeah, uh, those of us watching it going, this is Tulsa. <laughs> they didn't have to explain nothing else. Yeah, we just yeah. saw, we knew what was going on. I knew yeah. when I saw that airplane. Like this is Tulsa. Yeah, yeah this is bad. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all it takes is a little bit of nothing and. Over a hundred Negroes will die. Pretty much. I watch Rosewood again, just saying. Okay. <laughs> so, Cops, the TV show, has been taken off the air. Yeah. I forgot I forgot it was even still on. It was taken off uh, Fox and picked up by uh, Viacom. Uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Paramount Network has pulled the plug on Cops for good. The Viacom CBS-owned cabler had removed the long-running show from its schedule in the wake of the nationwide protests following the 
<clears throat> police involved death of George Floyd on May 25th. Excuse me. Now the network says it is dropping the show altogether. Quote, cops is not on the Paramount network and we don't have any current or future plans for its return. A network spokesman said Paramount Network's forerunner, uh, Spike TV, picked up cops in 2013 after it ended its 25-season run on Fox. The series continued uh, following the 2018 rebranding as the Paramount Network. Also, oh, that what happened to Spike TV, yeah. which uh, also had syndication rights to past season episodes. Uh, old episodes are also covered, uh, are showed on WGN, which is based here in Chicago. Yeah, so the show that gave us the term wife beater as a piece of clothing is gone. What which you, is not a bad thing. It's not, yeah. but I've always called it a wife beater. I didn't even know that's where it came from. Yeah, I never. whenever I, there was a domestic dispute, the person had yeah. on. I, I never... Beater saw that show as being positive for cops anyway because it kind of made kind of illustrated why they you know cops were horrible because they would like yeah they would like chase somebody down and like basically like beat them up over like you know the crack the size of your thumbnail Mm. yeah uh a&e network also pulled uh, last week episode of Live PD, a show I didn't even know existed. Yeah. Which also follows p- officers, albeit in real time. A source told The Hollywood Reporter that new episodes uh, are unlikely. Uh, although A&E is still evaluating things. A spokesman for Discovery ID channel said... It's similar show, Body Cam, is also off the schedule for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, the uh, I, t- what's up? Oh, I, I thought so. I thought cops should have got canceled after that. Like, cameraman got killed. I don't know if you remember this, but like during like an episode of Cops, there was like an actual shootout and a cameraman was killed. And I was like, I, I think that, that. Yeah, I, I remember looking this up or like reading this in a random ass article, like weird thing or things that happened in an episode of cops that you may have not known about. And it was like, yeah, a cameraman was killed in the shootout. And I was like, I think that should be the reason you don't have this show anymore. Cause if I'm a cameraman, granted I do cameraman shit, but I'm not finna do that anymore. Like, that's, that's not, it's like <laughs> smart. That's, well, back, <laughs> back to the TV show, live PD. Mm-hmm. The cancellation also comes after Austin, Texas newspaper and television stations reported fresh, details on the case of Javier Ambler, a black man who died while being arrested by law enforcement on the show on, on the show on 2019. A camera crew with Live PD was there and recorded the footage of the incident. Uh, this is a critical time in our nation's history and we have made the decision to cease production of Live PD, A&E uh, said in a statement. But yeah, uh, the dude was killed, and all of a sudden, the footage of him being killed disappeared. Yeah. This was yeah. network footage. That's yeah. suspicious as fuck. Somebody's going to jail. We can only hope. I don't think no one's going to jail. 
Mm, somebody's taking the fall for that. Um, I, don't, I don't know who, but... Yeah, Ambler also told them he suffered from congested heart failure, and he asked them for them to save him and said he couldn't breathe, and they were like, yeah, whatever, nigga. So... Wait, is this the one... No, no, that's a different one. No, there's been cases this week. There's been multiple. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, because I've heard one where they're like... The guy's like... I think it was the white... I think it was the white guy that everyone's trying to post about. The, like... Like, all the racist white people are like, well, when this white guy was killed by the police, no one marched and shit. And I'm just like, well... Why not? Why didn't... Exactly. Why didn't y'all get the fuck out yeah. there? Exactly. Like the, the whataboutism is just ridiculous. It's like, guess what? Those people that are out there marching saying Black Lives Matter, they're not saying your life doesn't matter. Saying... Yeah. But anyway, yeah, he was like... On the ground, he had like an issue. He was like, "You're gonna kill me, please! I can't, I can't breathe." And like, even during the video, the cops are like, "Yeah, whatever." And then at one point, they're like, "Yeah, I hope he didn't kill that guy." And that guy eventually did die. But it's just, yeah, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. But I think yeah, these shows are stupid. Like, why would you even? That's a possibility. I've there's, there's been so many videos of like police killing unarmed people that there's a possibility that shit happens on your show. Why would you even want to risk putting that? On TV, I think we need to get rid of uh, all of them NCIS and NYPD, whatever. Yeah, all well, them pro cop shows. Not people, law and order. I don't get get law all and that order. propaganda out, the, out of here. It's and all it's fucking is. People were getting mad about the. Oh, what are we gonna? This is this is just bullshit. It's like, oh gee, what will we do shows about now if the cop shows are gone? There's like 50 million other genres that you can do shows about that don't involve cops. Seriously. But leave it to Beaver? You gonna take away my Beaver? What? No jokes out of me, Jack. And our shout out to a real one segment. <laughs> a real inept villain. A West Virginia woman and her husband faked her disappearance by pretending she plummeted from an overlook as part of a scheme to keep her out of having to go to prison. Authority said. That's love, baby. That's love. <laughs> Julie Wheeler and Rodney Wheeler were arrested Tuesday on multiple charges, including conspiracy and giving false information to West Virginia State Police. Yeah, but they're West Virginia. Fuck them. State Police said Julie Wheeler was reported missing Sunday by her husband and 17-year-old son. The family claimed Wheeler had fallen from the main overlook at the New River George National River, that's a whole lot of fucking rivers, uh, National Park <laughs> uh, Service Ranger Leah Perkowski-Sisk said. Authorities searched for Wheeler for days, but found her on Tuesday alive and well and hiding in a closet in her home. She Don't! That's why they were in Nep. She should have been at somebody else's house. Why didn't she not be at her? Yeah, you just said why wouldn't she? Why'd you go back home, baby? Hiding in the closet, or or at least have like a like some kind of I don't know panic room where they where they can't figure out where you are. A basement, Airbnb. Hide in the cellar. Hide in the cellar. That's what they <laughs> back in the day. I say get her ass an Airbnb. <laughs> I mean. Nigga, there's so many other things and places to hide behind a tree, Check in it a out. tree, um, in the trash can behind the house. Hey, and someone else's trash can behind their house. Do like they did in Better Call Saul, hide out in a tent <laughs> in the woods. Yeah, it's... a criminal complaint said Rodney Wheeler and his son planted items 
at the Grandview Overlook to fake Julie Wheeler's disappearance. It's unclear whether the son, who is 17, will also face criminal charges. Julie Wheeler pleaded guilty to federal health care fraud in February after an investigation into the, quote, pill mill clinic operations. Uh, She will be sentenced for that charge on June 17th. It's unclear whether the couple have an attorney who could commit on comment on their behalf. Considering uh, how dumb they are, probably not. Yeah. I thought it was a noble crime. I thought it was something like noble. She, it it, it, it kind of was. I thought she, no, I mean, she was selling pills. Like, that's not noble. That's terrible. You're a fucking drug dealer. Oh, you I mean the she, crime she committed? Yeah, I, I yeah. was saying, like, trying to keep her out of jail was kind of noble. Oh, yeah, no. I, I, as for her son, I wouldn't give him no time. Like, that's a good-ass son. Like, damn, you you, you, you really you really love your mama, boy. He's a love minor. He'd have to do what his parents say. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope he. I hope he gets something out of this. I hope his dad's like you help my. You helped us out. Here's here's twenty dollars. Go buy your. Go buy your PlayStation. Well, dad's going to jail too. Oh shit! Damn. Um. So yeah, no no Playstations for him this year. No. Remember the story we talked about where the guy buried uh <clears throat> excuse me buried a treasure in the Rocky Mountains, and we talked about yeah. how two people had died. Yeah, I remember this. Three more people have died, but the Good. treasure has been found. Oh shit! I, I don't care about the people. What's, what was the treasure? Uh, the person found a who wants to be remain nameless. I would too. Found a twenty pound box of jewels and jewelry. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. Uh, but a lady in Chicago claims uh, her name is Barbara Anderson. She's a real estate attorney. Said she had solved the mystery of the book with the puzzle saying the location. And that the dude, ha- who the winner, hacked her computer and fa- and went and got it. She's like, nah, it's totally mine. I'm like, you do you, Chicago. That mm. shit funny as hell. Well, no, it, it's technically not hers because he went out there and got it. So it's his now. You ain't got a bitch. Possession is nine, nine-tenths of the law. <laughs> yes, possession but I, but is nine-tenths of the law. But then again, the law should be defunded. Okay, well, bitch, you should have got that first. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? What? Made me laugh. In, in 2017, the new, the new. Nah, I'm not reading that. I already said that. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Before you go on, like, so I don't like the name of the newspaper. It's called the New Mexican. <laughs> It's a, actually that would be a name of a great movie. Oh, just randomly, I mean, th- this is only sort of on topic, like you know, teams with horrible racist names. The performative allyship that's been going on is both hilarious and annoying. Like the the Washington Redskins had the nerve to come out with a with a BLM support, and it's like you're called the Redskins. Yes, the performative, the performative ally cosplay going on dude, is just dude. ridiculous. That's what I call the Kenty Clock Democrats. Dude, did y'all see? Did y'all see the 49ers though? Try to pull that shit. No. So I saw this on Facebook. Um, my man's Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz had a post of the 49ers saying they stand with Black Lives Matter, and his response was really. 
And everyone's like, yeah, I'll fire the man who was trying to kneel for this exact same shit. They immediately took that post down because I think they realized that we, we can't say a fucking thing because we legitimately blackballed the man who was kneeling for this exact same shit. Mm-hmm. Every farm remembers. Thank you for listening to the End Have Supervillains podcast. Wait, wait, before we do, go. We do have to shout out to a real one and Ben and Jerry's who've just been killing it with the whole standing with black lives matter oh yeah they they, they are like fuck y'all and also i definitely have to stand behind uh babynames.com i have to get the exact website but they posted every black person who's died by violence saying this was someone's baby at one point in time and mm. it's a full yeah so those two shout yeah, outs yeah there's some there's some companies that are just like you know what we don't give a shit we're, we're gonna make money regardless we're, we're trying to be actual allies yeah so shit you know who's been posting non-stop about shit? Canadian singer Sarah McLaughlin. Really? <laughs> she is losing fans. She I, is I, like, I, I don't give a shit. I, <laughs> She's I, I like, police were started to catch slaves. They should be abolished. I'm like, go fucking Sarah. <laughs> I, I knew she was progressive, but damn. I, I only, God, I'm about to a Sarah McLaughlin album. Hey, her first, well, her third album, Fumbling Towards Ecstasy, is the one that I realized that helped me realize that I was suffering from depression. I'm like, I, it was a completely unhappy album. I'm like, I understand all of this. What the fuck? Oh, oh god, I'm emo as fuck. Same. Seriously, same thing. Same thing happened to me. It's like, oh, this is why I relate to this. I gotta go to therapy. Yeah. Also, there was like, you know, what was the uh, Mazzy Star and. Yeah. The Smiths, even though Morrissey's an asshole. We need more black uh, musicians to sing about mental illness. And wow. I don't mean that Jean Aoko chick, because she got problems. Janae? Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's cool. I like songs. Yeah, I mean, we, Frank Ocean. I mean, she, Frank. she just sings about being in toxic relationships, and she's yeah. the toxic one. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's his name? Frank Ocean? He, he talks about his... He needs a new album. God, that bangs new album. Even Janice shit forever. Who else? There's a lot of rappers who talk about their mental health. I just can't think of it right now. But Joe Budden does, but he's also a Joe Budden. His name is Goddamn Joe Budden. And yes, he's amazing. I love one of his albums. I can't think of it. Oh, Padded Room. Padded Room's an amazing album. Yeah, but he's, an he's got his issues, but Padded Room definitely talked about like being in Yeah, bad he, he talked about his uh, depression and bipolar disorder. Oh yeah, and his daughter passed away. What the fuck? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think his daughter committed suicide. Oh, Damn. shit. Well, that's depressing. Yeah. Damn it, what the fuck? We're sorry. Thanks for listening. Peace and be safe. <laughs> <laughs>